Hope FM News. Good afternoon. Residents of an upmarket golf estate where three family members were hacked to death yesterday outside Selimbosh are remaining tight-lipped on the incident. A father, mother and 22-year-old son were murdered and their 16-year-old daughter was critically injured. It's been reported that the family was attacked with an axe in the early hours of Tuesday morning at their home in the Dzalza estate near the Bulan town. Sisanda Nkwala reports. Residents say they don't want to talk about the gruesome details of the murder. Members of the Homeowners Association have been locked in meetings since this morning. Media reports have named the deceased as Martin van Breda and his wife Teresa, as well as their 22-year-old son Rudy. Their daughter Marli, who was injured in the attack, is said to be in a critical but stable condition at the Farchelechen Medi Clinic. The whereabouts of their second son, 20-year-old Henry, are unclear at this stage, with police saying he was also hospitalized, but medical emergency services saying they are not aware of this. However, police spokesperson Temingo Siginana says no arrests have been made yet. Susanda Nkwala, SABC News, Stellenbosch. Western Cape Minister of Community Safety Dan Plato has condemned the recent incidents of vigilante killings in Philippi. Plato says communities should know that vigilantism is a crime and will not be tolerated. Plato says there are numerous alternatives to taking the law into your own hands instead of becoming an accomplice to violence and murder. Community Safety Spokesperson Ewald Buerta elaborates. Safety is everyone's responsibility and that is Prime Minister Plato causing all community leaders, members of the community, various NGOs across the province as well as all public servants working in our communities to make it our duty to alert the authorities about tensions and threats before they escalate into criminality. The driver of a blue light vehicle who knocked over a teenager in Gauteng while going through a red traffic light has been sentenced to five years imprisonment. Joseph Matsamai Simonki appeared in the Kriegersdorp Magistrates Court a short while ago. The former driver of the then Gauteng housing MEC Humphrey Memezi was convicted of reckless and negligent driving in 2013. He was driving Memezi to a meeting when he crashed into Thomas Ferreira who was riding a motorcycle. Ferreira, who was 18 years old at the time, suffered head injuries and was left and was left brain damaged. Sasha Naidu is at court. During the trial, the court heard that Semichi was driving on the left side of the yellow line, had not switched on his siren and had jumped a red traffic light, thus resulting in the accident. During his previous appearance in November last year, the state argued that Semichi should not get away with a slap on the wrist. State prosecutor Miki Tesna argued the rules of the road should apply equally to everyone. However, the defense argued that Semichi should not be imprisoned and that he be treated with a measure of Mercy. His lawyer, Thomas Moshlogwane, told the court that the most difficult punishment the accused will have to deal with is to live with his conscience. He asked for correctional supervision and a fine. Antique experts in Egypt have launched an inquiry into how clumsy repairs were carried out to one of the country's greatest treasures, the burial mask of Pharaoh Tutankhamun. The 3,000-year-old artifact is among Cairo's biggest attractions. Oria Guren reports. The director of the Egypt Museum, Mahmoud Al-Hawaji, said he had seen translucent adhesive material on the blue and gold beard of the burial mask. He said it appeared after routine maintenance about seven months ago and the visible part of the material was later removed. 
He said he was very concerned at reports that the beard had been knocked off and stuck back on, but said he couldn't confirm this. A committee from the Ministry of Antiquities is now investigating the incident. Meanwhile, over 30,000 South Africans have, since the beginning of December, streamed to the Silver Star Casino at Muldersdrift to view an internationally acclaimed exhibition on the young golden king titled Tutankhamun, his tomb and his treasures. The captivating display consists of a faithfully constructed replica of the tomb to scale, as well as over 1,000 exquisitely reconstructed under scientific supervision burial treasures. The organizers say the exhibition provides a vivid illustration of the culture and spiritual world of the ancient Egyptians. For Good Hope FM News, I'm Vanya Collison.